At General Mills, our table is your table. And we believe racial equity, diversity, and inclusion are key ingredients for our success. Learn more about our work to inspire change at generalmills.com forward slash racial equity. Get fast, reliable internet for any budget. Now qualifying customers can get Xfinity internet free through the Affordable Connectivity Program. That's right, free high-speed internet from Xfinity. And Internet Essentials customers can get equipment included at no extra cost. Get started today. We change our minds every day. About a million things a day. This is no different. You can't be afraid to be wrong. You can't be afraid to say, you know what? I'm just going to rethink this thing. People are not dying getting the vaccine. Um, I I better rethink this thing. I'm going to go call my doctor and, and have a discussion one more time. It is okay to change your mind. Financial freedom, it's within everyone's reach. And this key shows you how to build prosperity and generational wealth for your family on Becoming the Bank. Hey, it's Anissa Keys with Becoming the Bank. If you're tuning in for the very first time this week, this is a podcast that shares biblical principles and practices that have helped me to become a generational wealth builder. This is not a how-to podcast, um, but a becoming podcast, how to become a wealth builder, how to become someone who is financially free. Now, wealth building is a challenge. Can't expect to get there overnight, but I found the only way to do it successfully and effectively is by learning biblical principles and practices that have helped me to become. The word has helped me to change how I look at, deal with, and manage my finances. I have become a bank, a financial resource to my family, my sphere of influence, and my community. We just finished our eight-week series on sowing and reaping. Please go back and check those out. They have so much wisdom in them from the word of God around how to build wealth through the concept of sowing and reaping or sowing and harvesting. This week, though, we have transitioned and we're moving on to a four week series called The Mindset of a Wealth Builder. I'm going to say that one more time. The Mindset of a Wealth Builder. Did y'all know that a wealth builder has a certain mindset? That there's people that build wealth and typically those people think a certain way, right? They, they are, Their ideas and the way that they move, their perspectives um, is very specific. I want to talk about that today. We're going to start with Romans 12 and 2. And y'all know what this says. Y'all should know. If not, I got you, right? Do not conform to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you'll be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, perfect, and pleasing will. Okay, listen, the truth is I don't need to go any further, right? That scripture alone directly speaks to you needing to have a different mindset to become who God wants you to be. You need to have a specific mindset to become a wealth builder. In this series, we'll talk about the mindset of a wealth builder. We'll have four series. I mean, there's, I'm going to say one series, four different parts, four different topics. Here they are. Okay. You need to see God different. You need to see yourself different. You need to see money different. And you need to see abundance instead of lack. Okay. I'm just going to say that one more time because I like it when it rings, right? 
four parts, four topics. You need to see God different. You need to see yourself different. You need to see money and resources different. And you need to see abundance instead of lack. You need your mindset to be transformed. And we start by addressing the requirement to not conform to the world. That's what the word says, right? We start there because Romans 12 and two says, do not conform to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by renewing of your mind. Listen, this topic is literally ministering to my soul right now, right? Because this is something that you go through every day. To become someone with a wealth building mindset, you need to first see who God is and see who God is not. Okay, because it's just as important to see who God is as it is to see who God is not. Pastor Dr. Darius Daniels, whom I just love, right, puts it this way. The God you see is the God you get. The God you see, the God you believe The God you believe for or the God you believe in is the God you get. Nothing more. So the world does an excellent job of confusing us in the matter of who our God is, right? They put him into boxes. They limit him, right? They like, you know, isolate him. They have you believing that he does for some and he doesn't do for others, right? They have you believing in things like hierarchies, right? Like you're special to God. And if you have this, you're really special. And if you don't have this, then you're not so special, right? They teach you things like, prosperity that's only for certain people think about it right if if there's a gospel of prosperity and god loves all children right all his children the gospel of prosperity shows that then you know god must hate paul right because paul talks about how he's had with and he's been without right and that he's learned to be content right but but paul didn't have a whole lot right he ended up dying, you know, in a prison, right? And so like the gospel prosperity is something that the world sort of teaches or the church teaches maybe with like limited information around like who God really is, right? They sometimes having you believe he's a mystical God that he can't be figured out. He's too complicated. He's like mystifying. Sometimes the church has even adopted some of these beliefs, right? That he's a punitive God, that he's a God that blesses, that doesn't bless the sinner, right? That he is a king and a Lord. And that's all he is, right? That he's not also a father and a friend. In order for you to get your finances right, you got to see God right, right? You have to see, right? And you have to think of him differently. Not only that he is here for just, you know, just for the sinners, right? And he's just here to deliver, but he's here for something much bigger than that. And so when you don't see him right, right? And you don't allow him to like blow your mind, then you tend to limit what he can do and what he has the capacity to do for you. If you think, right, that you're only going to get what you deserve because a God only responds to what you deserve, then you might not be getting much, right? If you think that he doesn't do right by everyone, but only by specific people, then you might think that he's not going to do right by you. So then we put all of these limitations on a God who is really a redeeming God, right? Really a God of second chances, third chances, 80th chances, right? So then you don't have to think that it's too late. But think about all the ways in which you might get confused and your mindset really might become stuck just because of how you see God. 
So I'm going to need you to change your mindset on how you see our all-powerful, right? Our knowledgeable, all-loving God, because this is going to help you to become a wealth builder. Here's how this played out for me personally. When I purchased the Healing Center, right, which is one of the commercial spaces that I purchased, I had a vision. I had a vision that I would bring a space to fruition that would be a healing space for my community. It would involve all sorts of alternative healing methods. I had an idea that it would have an acupuncture, root medicine, that it would have, you know, traditional outpatient therapy, but that it also have like psychiatry and drummers, indigenous practices. Like I had this amazing vision. You know, it didn't come from me because it was like too amazing, right? I believe that God had given it to me right? I had transitioned to this corner in the community. God had blessed me with the building and he blessed me with the finances to obtain it. And I even got blessed with the first phase of the project. So I knocked it out, right? I had the funding. I rehabbed the space, but there were two other phases that I struggled to get to. The second phase, I was able to pull off partially, but by the third phase, I just couldn't make it happen. As a matter of fact, it still hasn't happened. At that time, I was thinking to myself, well, you know, God is good. You know what I'm saying? Like, look at what I got. Like, right. Look at how the Lord has blessed me. Right. These are the limitations we place on God. Right. Like we get some crumbs and we're like, you know, God is still good. Right. Like, I mean, I can't complain. Right. And so then I convinced myself that I just ran out of money. Something about what I did. I didn't do right. Right. And something that like I could have done differently. Right. And I just ran out of money. Sometimes the visions that God gives you don't come to fruition, but it's not about who God is, right? It's not about who God is. It's about who you think God is. So y'all, I literally stopped stressing. Thank God for I had what I had and I kept moving because I thought that God had reached his capacity and his limitations, right? It's been three and a half years later and I recently got the revelation. I didn't run out of money. I ran out of faith. Listen to what I'm saying. Three and a half years later, I didn't run out of money. I ran out of faith. Why? Because I had put limitations on the God that I seen. Somehow it throws off the journey to bring to fruition the vision that God had given to me. Somehow I had lost sight of the God that I serve. It's easy, right? Because you begin to see God, right? As like somebody who maybe is not going to pull it off for you right? Is that he's not a God that like maybe loves you enough, or maybe it's just something that you did wrong. And he's not a God that like, you know, to like help you out if you're making mistakes and all of that, all of these things I convinced myself, right? And somehow I didn't understand that God had not just given me the vision, but that he had given me provision, that he had already equipped me, right? Why would God give me a vision and not equip me and not give me vision? But I believed in a different God at that time and I was convinced of it. And so three and a half years later, I didn't make it happen. I'm going to make it happen though, because I've shifted how I seen God, right? He gave me this revelation and that has shifted for me. God didn't stop blessing me though. Why? Because God is a not stopping blessing God, right? Because that's who he is, right? And again, if you don't see who he is, you might think that because you made a mistake, because you didn't make it happen, that somehow he's not going to bless you. The healing center, even though it's not, and it hasn't fulfilled his vision yet, was not about me believing in the fullness of who God 
God is, right? It was not me seeing who God is, right? I was believing in him now as if he wasn't able to do it then. Now I see him differently. And I'm so grateful because he's so faithful. He's still so faithful. So how do you become someone that is able to see God different? right? Or see him right or accurately or in the fullness of who he is. Clearly your mind needs to be renewed and I'm still working on it. So I'm not going to say that I've arrived, right? Because again, three and a half years later, I'm still learning and I'm still working through that. And again, this vision that God gave me three and a half years ago, that again, that I believe probably should have happened three and a half years ago still hasn't yet. Right. And, and, and I think that that's okay. Right. Because he's still faithful and he's still working on me, but here's what I want you to take away. There's some mindset shifts. There's some things that you need to do differently. There is some pieces of you that need to become something different. Right. And this is the mindset shift that needs to happen. I have three of them. These are three things that I've learned so far. I'm still learning, but there's three, right? Number one, you need to become someone that doesn't conform. What does it conform mean, right? It's a behavior in accordance with socially accepted conventions or standards, right? There is nothing about who you are that is ordinary. There is nothing about who you are that is the same as the world. That's what the word says, right? So stop doing what everyone else is doing. Stop believing the rationale behind things, right? What I believe was that I ran out of money, right? But the truth is, is I ran out of faith. Right. There's a difference between the way the world sees my situation and the way, right, biblically, why the Lord has shown this is the way. This is what really happened. I didn't run out of money. I ran out of faith. So stop believing what everyone else is believing. Stop conforming. That's why reading the word for yourself is so important, right? Because that's the only way to really get to know who God is, to know his character, to know his behaviors, to know his movement. You need to know who he is so that you can know what he requires of you. You can know how you should be thinking, how you should be perceiving, and how you should be responding. Nothing about the word of God tells you to conform because someone that doesn't fit in, right, who needs to see God different and thus live God different is who God has called us to be. Okay. That's number one, become someone that doesn't conform. Number two, become someone that renews your mind daily. This is what the word says, right? Romans 12 and two, this is a requirement. Devotion, praise and worship, reading the word of God, going to church. It's not just about doing one of those things. It's about doing all of those things all of the time. <laughs> the world gets so much of our time and our attention. We have to be rooted in the word of God and in God's presence regularly to ensure our minds are renewed daily, right? And that we have an accurate review of who he is. The only way we can do that is to be in his presence regularly. The only way we can do that is to be reading his word regularly. There's no other way. We get inundated constantly with how the world sees God, right? The only way to combat that is really to be connected to him to connect it to that vine. That's number two, right? Number three is become someone who takes on, takes God at his word. Okay, this is really important because sometimes what happens is God tells us something and then we backtrack, right? Somehow we think maybe, mm, maybe he didn't say that or maybe he changed his mind or maybe this doesn't really fit in with his will, right? But what if we took God at his word? What if we tested God? I don't think God minds that. I think he might tell us to do that somewhere in the word, right? He understands that once we put Jesus's name on it, now Jesus's reputation is on the line, 
not ours, right? I believe that he wants to show and prove and he's looking for remnant of folks that will take him at his word and run with it. What if he's not lying, right? What if he really is your father? What if he really deeply loves you? And what if he is really gonna do what he said he was gonna do? I don't think he's just saying that for nothing, right? He has told you somehow, right, that maybe you should be a kingdom wealth builder. You're listening to this podcast or something here that he wants you to learn. What happens when you believe that he is really an all-knowing, all-powerful, all-capable God, and he happens to be your father and love you very much? He's not like man that he would lie or change his mind. Listen, we're on this series, The Mindset of a Wealth Builder. I'm so excited. We'll be on this series for four weeks. I'm excited to help you shift your mindset to see God different, um, to see yourself different, to see money and resources different, and to see abundance over lack. I pray that something you heard blessed you today. I hope that you can take on these principles and practices to build generational wealth. My hope is that you become a blessing and a resource to your family, your sphere of influence, and your community. This is Becoming the Bank with Anissa Keys. I'll see you next time. Check back next week for more of Anissa's Kingdom Principles to Live a Prosperous Life. To find previous episodes of Becoming the Bank, log on to ShalettaMakesMeLaugh.com. At Hy-Vee, we take pride of being part of the communities we serve. In 2021, we donated more than 14 million meals, and this year, we're committed to doing even more. For over 90 years, we've been the place that people turn in time of need, and we take that very seriously. That's why we're loading our semis full of food this week and making deliveries across the Midwest to help families this Easter. To join our effort, simply donate when you're at the checkout. Together, we can make a big difference for those in need. Children's Minnesota, the leader in specialized health care for kids, is here to raise awareness, standards, the bar, the stakes, the question, the curtain. On raising kids' health to the highest priority, kids need equal access to health care, more pediatric expertise, a voice for change. Kids need us, all of us. So let's raise them up. Children's Minnesota, the kid experts. For millions of Americans, the pandemic impacted our financial situations, and a lot of people lost their jobs. But that should not mean you have to lose your house if you can't pay for your mortgage. Listen, no need to feel ashamed if you missed a payment or two or three, because there's a local organization that's willing to help you get caught up on those payments so you can keep your home. Let me tell you about the Minnesota Home Ownership Center. It's a nonprofit whose sole purpose is to prevent you from going into foreclosure. The Minnesota Home Ownership Center has a network of organizations around the state to review everything with you, explain your options, and then advocate for you to get the help you need. And get this, they won't charge you because it's all free. Check out hocmn.org or give them a call at 651-410-1086 to set up an appointment. You worked hard to get into that house. Let Minnesota Home Ownership Center help you stay in it. Did you know that United Healthcare helps connect you to doctors and therapists with 24-7 access to virtual care? So I could have therapy from my couch? Yep. Or a doctor appointment from my car? If you wanted to. Wait, you're right. I don't even like when people see me sing in the car. Couch appointment it is. 
Virtual visits are just one of the ways United Healthcare helps connect you to better health. Learn more at uhc.com. Plan benefits may vary. You started your business with big dreams and big ideas, but achieving your goals is a matter of doing the little things right. At Bremer Bank, we're ready to help you navigate all the details, questions, and challenges you encounter on your way to growth and success. Because right now, relationships matter more than ever. And understanding is everything. Find out more at bremer.com. It's never too late to set the stage for well-being. Here's your well-being tip of the day from YMCA of the North. Put mindfulness in your tool belt. Mindfulness is a method of paying attention and bringing awareness to whatever is happening at the moment. Be open to the idea of being present and honest with yourself. Observe what's happening rather than trying to control what's happening. We reduce our stress, anxiety, and negative emotions when observing rather than get overly flustered in our reactions. For more well-being tips, meditation, and yoga classes, visit us at ymcanorth.org forward slash well-being.